1: You might not like school, but make sure you're working hard at school. The it the it It's your boy DM3 and you're listening to the witty not funny sports podcast on the Built in Buffalo Podcast Network. Witty Nation, welcome to Witty Not Funny Sports Live, the first ever episode. The number one self rated Buffalo sports show covering the Bills, Sabres, entertainment, and everything in between. And as always, part of the Built in Buffalo Network. Go follow us on Twitter at Woody Sports 716, right at the bottom there. Make sure you check out everything Built in Buffalo is giving you every single day. Best Bills content out there. YouTube, Facebook, it's a takeover at Built in Buffalo underscore. First live show. We are your host. I feel like Jay Z, we need to reintroduce ourselves to the listeners here who haven't caught us before but allow us to reintroduce ourselves. Jay-Z. My name is Matt. That is Tony. Yeah, Tony, it's a rap song. <laughs> Get with the times. Tony, how you doing tonight?
0: Uh, I have a lot of questions about Jay-Z, but first I will regale you as is tradition. Recapping Bill's games of old on video. We might be big stars tonight. Praising Ed Groot and Leo, or the red, white, and blue, and the witty things they do i'm tony he is matt and this is you
1: very nice very inspired funny some video.
0: yeah inspired. i mean a video theme for our first video episode i wanted to bring very nice you know bring the theme in a celebration of our faces shown to the viewers their viewers a celebration of listeners becoming viewers and viewers becoming fans Fans becoming friends, friends Circle becoming light. loved ones. And so and so it goes.
1: Always becoming men, men becoming wolves, werewolf permits for spooky scary.
0: Becoming he wolves. our
1: first live <laughs> becoming he that's right. Tony, our first live show. Listeners, if you are viewing, comment, like, subscribe. We're new to this. We'll try to get to your comments as we move along. It might be some hiccups, some technical difficulties, but Thank you for joining and joining us on this first ever episode of Woody Enough Funny Sports Live. Tony, for our first live show, I thought we could do a big. I thought we would have the hottest guest we've had on this show. I read stats that this person caused 400% increase in spikes, number one podcast rankings, and that is Taylor Swift. Taylor, we're going to get her in the sh- No, I'm kidding. Taylor oh, Swift. That would be great if we did. We just, we're just trying to, we're just trying to ease the tension here, folks. Um, Tony, Attention. I feel like we should read a disclaimer uh, to introduce people to our show, what it's about, what we're about. If you're coming here for X's and O's talk, that's about twenty percent of this show. For any analytical Bills content, eighty percent of it is sarcasm and wild conspiracy theories and ridiculous takes that usually we walk back on and then kind of become less ridiculous as we walk back on them uh tony i don't know i put a uh a note into chat gtp and it spit back in me uh, a disclaimer i'm just gonna read it now and let's see if it's accurate enough for you uh this podcast is a satirical comedy show And none of the, none of the opinions expressed should be taken seriously. We're here to entertain and try to make you laugh or giggle. If we give you, if you giggle or do a a loud course, ha, we think we did our job, but, uh, we're, our content is meant purely for comedic purposes and any resemblance to actual events or opinions is purely coincidental. Now that's like very black and white. We're, we're somewhere in the middle there, I think. Don't you, uh, I would say we're
0: further outside than what you just read is. In the middle, no, I would say we're at the opposite end. I would say like we're on the fringes of what's going on. It's a format that doesn't make sense. It's completely confusing. It, well, it's confusing if you were lost, if you're thinking of Bill's podcast, and then all of a sudden the whole thing, the whole thing can and will go off the rails. And those are my favorite parts.
1: Matt I hope they're your favorite parts as well. My favorite parts as well. I see in the comments here we're not um, on the screen visually so uh, I'm trying to fix that as we talk Okay so I'm again well, I was up, wondering hey, if that's happening. I'm willing to play around a little bit. willing to play around. My camera's on and yours is as well. We're going to hit pause here. Our producer is going to come in and help us out a little here. Shout out to our
0: producer, Best in the Biz.
1: (laughs) Best in the Biz. That's why we hired him. Best in the Biz. Roy gets it. <laughs> Actually, we do have a face for radio. This is that's why we've been strictly audio this whole time. So we'll get into if you if you don't know the format of our show as we we fix out the technical technical difficulties here. There we go. Oh, we can see us now, and we're gone, <laughs> and we're back. Yeah, let me see if I can do this. All right. That'll work. Here we go. I think we're good now. Our cool background is gone, but uh, I do have Russ Brandon, Bill's legend, and just a marketing guy. Remember, he's just a marketing guy, people. That's my background. Uh, Tony, for our first episode, I thought we would do a little toast to this momentous occasion. And... What better toast, what better drink to toast to than the newly created, the newly formed Josh Allen special, the Buffalo Pepsi. Listeners, live taste test of the Buffalo Pepsi. I have my Pepsi here. Tony, you have your Pepsi. I have a Pepsi. We're going to add the wing sauce to it. Listeners, we are being the guinea pigs, so you don't have to. Wing sauce is being added. Oh, this looks disgusting. This is how much are you adding? I don't have celery for a garnish, but I have a nice uh, carrot, which also goes well with wings. Uh, Doing a little mixing there. Tony, are you ready to uh, to indulge in this wonderful concoction of a drink? Let's see if Josh knows what he's talking about. All right, so let's
0: see. So it's like a dash. It's like a. It's like a, a shot, like a whoosh.
1: It's just a whoosh over, right? It's a whoosh over. All right. So it's a whoosh over. I'd go a little more than that. Whoosh it, right. it about. The, what, the, uh, what hot sauce I don't know, you know if it's with? on your, I went with, uh, Sweet Baby Rays, Sweet Baby Ray Ray McCloud's. Sweet Baby, Sweet little Baby Rays,
0: tongue Sweet Baby Rays, uh, wing sauce.
1: Yeah. Buffalo wing sauce. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't know if it's a Frank's good sign right that the, the, the wing sauce is, coagulating or solidifying in the drink, but we're going to go with it, right? I'm having, I'm having a similar experience.
0: If we're talking density, mine sank <laughs> right to the bottom,
1: like it, mine's it, floating, it, floating the see top? It over top
0: and, and sank like a stone.
1: Mine All right. So we're in the top okay. like they I don't know, sea enema. I don't know. Whatever. You ready? Toast yeah, to yeah. our first show. To the first show on video. First show on video. Here we go. And last. Oh, God. Nope. <laughs> Interesting texture. <laughs> I'm just getting like hints. The worst part is, like, I can smell the wing sauce before the That's, liquid hits yes. my lips. <laughs> like, yes. It's, it's the, that anticipation of, like, this is going to be bad. I'm not getting, I'm having a very different experience than you. Oh,
0: talk to me. What is your experience? I'm only smelling the wing sauce. Like I can smell the wing sauce. It feels like the wing sauce is just kind of like exploding up with the carbonation onto the walls of the glass. And like, I'm smelling that. But then when I drink it, I'm getting very, very little, very little wing sauce because it's all at the bottom. It's almost a trick. It's almost playing a trick on my mind because I'm smelling what my nose thinks that I'm supposed to, uh, yes. supposed to be tasting a wing, Very tricky. but then my taste buds get a Pepsi.
1: So I, I, I rated a one out of five, five being like very good. One being very bad. What would you say?
0: Well, zero, I mean, it's <laughs> for, for what it actually is like in the scheme of, in the scheme of drinks, obviously this is a no. disgusting idea. This is an insane thing for us to do to start off the first show.
1: Yeah, like, they, what are we doing? Doubt. I mean, does it make you doubt Josh's decision making?
0: No way. So
1: eagerly endorse something like this.
0: I mean, and, uh, no, because I would say it's it's a double endorsement. He's it's it's the money and the morals are meeting in this endorsement. The the big money Pepsi endorsement is hitting, and the home town like you know pander to the fans give some wing sauce in here is also you know rewarding him
1: gotcha that makes sense that makes sense i i think it's a solid one point six out of five as as more floats to the top I'm trying to yeah I wish I had a stir. Really if I had a Look stir I feel well, like I could Look at that flotation! This is disgusting. I mean,
0: if I look at the bottom, it, it, it gets worse it looks like because the wing straight.
1: starts wing sauce starts to come. I think I think we've gone far enough with
0: this. Bit. Uh,
1: we will uh, send it to one of our favorite guests, Marv Levy. He comes here every week to sing, give us his beautiful golden voice, only worthy of a mac and cheese commercial. Um, Tony, what do you say we send it to Marv? We got a lot of bills to talk. We got this commander's game. You ready to send it to Marv? Please send it to Marv. Let's send Let it me to sort Marv out my uh... comedy
0: props over here.
1: He's <laughs> like Carrot Top over there. <laughs> yeah. Let's send it to Marv. Uh, we'll be back after the break. Go, so go. Bills fight. Bills go. Come on, let's win for Buffalo. And we're back listeners if you are not familiar with this show we start off our show the same way during bill season as we start off every show with the so bad it's good review tony one of your favorite bits as you critique me and I'm... give notes this is my little 1 minute synopsis and that i try to fit in every single possible pop culture reference i can related to the game tony you ready uh you got your notes ready well i wish i did because
0: i've been lying to the listeners when they were listeners for years saying that i had a yellow legal pad that was ready to go and now i feel now the jig is up there is no legal pad i'm yeah i'm gonna i have this book i'm gonna not use it i'm gonna take mental
1: notes i want to hear this thing You have a prop book that you're not going to use. This is fantastic. (laughs) I have no pen. I have no pen access. Uh huh. Yeah, I'm ready. I got to get my best Chris Berman voice. Here we go. Three, two, one. We head over to FedEx Field where the Buffalo Bills delivered their D's in a box against the Commander Sunday. It was a lonely island of sadness for new owner Josh Harris, but he. Did get a lot of time to practice his handshakes, that's for sure. Leonard Neefloyd was living long and prospering as the edge star kept trekking around the offensive line, getting to the QB all day, disrupting Terry McClorvin and the super bad Washington offense, which was so embarrassing. Scary Terry is going to probably move to Ireland and become an Irish R&B singer after this. Sam was trying to howl at the moon, but it was the he-wolf howling the loudest with the greatest five-yard catch ever recorded on film. And A.J. Epimpressa, which is Italian for business, meant the business and spoke the language of love, as in the Bills Mafia loving his pick six to bring the Bills the victory. But in the end, Benjamin St. Juice was praying that the immaculate booth of Joey Sly and the Family Stone would have the Commander's fans dance into the music of not getting shut out. Someone check on J.D. McKissick. See if he regrets his decision as the Bills go down to D.C. Do their best Nick Cage impression by stealing the Declaration of Independence from Washington. Bills thirty-seven, Commanders three. That is the so bad it's good review, folks. <clears throat> <clears throat> Tony, Matt,
0: follow-up. Uh, follow-up question: What is Italian for business? Uh,
1: impresa. Impresa. I'm Italian. I don't even know how to speak the language.
0: In. Impresa,
1: yeah so instead okay of epinesca, like impressive impressa yes
0: so you could have you could have just said ep impressive but that's not but, the, that's the english word well i guess but i i would i would i mean i hope we have many italian speaking viewers endless and or listeners but too app impressive. Too I was I was like, wow, app impressive. And then impressive. And then you were like, it's Italian for business. I was like, oh. All right. Also, what was the uh what was the pun on Leonard uh Leonard Nimoy? Leonard Ni nee Floyd?
1: Yeah. Reach? A little bit? A little bit of reach. <laughs> okay
0: little bit of a reach. That was that was my that was the first thing that really stuck out to me that like alarm bells went off in my head.
1: <laughs> Leonard Floyd solid way to start start off the uh, so bad it's good review. <laughs> yeah, sure. It's good. Yeah. That review was <laughs> so good, bad it 30. was good. That's the point of it. That's the point of it, Tony. That's, uh, let's I mean, get into the let's it. get into the game the Bills okay. dominating performance. Uh, And I think we have to start off by talking about the guy that we've kind of questioned literally and figuratively for a year and a half now. And that's Terrell Bernard, 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 Bernard. Yeah. <laughs> like the question is answered. Good. The question Maybe. might be answered. Like, I feel like, First of all, an amazing game. AFC Defensive Player of the Week for Terrell Bernard. Uh, keep in mind, let's pump the brakes a little for a second. Awesome game. Three week, like three weeks of like evaluating Terrell Bernard's play. Uh, so far, so good. But there is a long season to go, and it could all fall off the cliff very quickly, or could it could get better. We don't know. It's small sample size, but for three weeks, he has been pretty good. And I feel I don't feel justified getting the possibly getting the Trell Bernard uh, thesis or uh, commentary that we've had uh, Trell Bernard commentary that we've had for the past year and a half wrong. I feel more justified getting the Tremaine Edmonds commentary that I've had for five years, kind of right. I feel more better about that. I feel more better that Brandon Bean did not pay Tremaine Edmonds all that money and we have a guy who has in three games i know but no asterisk uh in three games produced just as well as a guy making a million times more <laughs> than, than Darrell bernard is uh, a million times more it, yeah yeah it uh, something for, like six uh, times more yeah no, that that's more accurate. Yeah. <laughs> um, but accuracy is not a thing at this show. Tony, you know, that, that is true. That uh, is true. <laughs> we are for we context, had to spread a lot for context. of
0: disinformation.
1: We do. We do. But sometimes it's right. Um, for context, Tony, it took Tremaine Edmonds three years to win an ASC defensive player of the week. It took Terrell Bernard three games. Uh, Terrell Bernard has two interceptions on this year took Tremaine Edmonds like forever to get two interceptions and two sacks and all these stats, all these things that we wished for in a middle linebacker that Tremaine Edmonds didn't give us. And listeners, if you haven't caught on yet, I'm not a Tremaine Edmonds fan. He's okay. He's solid. He's average. He's pretty good. He's not great. Troy Bernard is kind of the same guy, uh, just a very smaller version of that. Uh, but the thing that Troy Bernard has been doing for the past three weeks is making impact plays. And that's all we ever talked about with Tremaine Edmonds is making impact plays, making difference, making plays. Uh, and Terrell Bernard has produced that. And that's something that I have been longing for for a long time in the middle linebacker position that we didn't get for a while. And it seems like we have it. This might be Brandon Bean's biggest like coup ever of like hiding this guy and making us think, He's not great or we don't know what we have or any negative connotation that comes along with thinking about Terrell Bernard, maybe like Bernard? Bernard. our Bernard. Bernard. <laughs> uh, Tony, what are your thoughts about uh, Terrell Bernard's play these past three weeks in this season? And uh, how surprised are you, I guess? Okay. I mean, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, there's it's a fun lot. Surprise. There's a lot of good to
0: say. Uh, a real rags to riches story. So we like that. Uh, I hope, obviously I hope for the bill's sake overall that uh, it continues. And especially, I also hope that, um, you know, I think that maybe from this show, but I think there's a stigma on Brandon being about day two picks. So maybe this could break the stigma. if Things go well. True. I am cautiously optimistic to any of that. Cause I, cause this is, this is splash plays has been pretty solid. Like we've always said many times in the past, we don't really think that the role that, uh, Tremaine Edmonds was playing is some, as a role that like requires a lot. Um, so Bernard, we were like, well, if Bernard can be enough. Then that's, then that's good enough. And that's all we really need. Um, but what do we always hear about Bernard? We always see like, to me, the thing that everyone says is instincts. Like it's all about Bernard. It's all about with his instincts, these right. instincts. And like the instincts are what's producing turnovers. If we did not see if he hasn't fallen into these turnovers uh, because of his instincts, would we be saying the same thing? Would we be having any criticism of his just day-to-day play-to-play game? Uh, would, we be criti- would we be criticizing it? Would we be saying he's he's missing anything? Uh, I don't know because I feel like he's been, I I think we wouldn't, I I, I think he's been pretty decent. Like he's been getting a high amount of tackles. Um, Mm -hmm. I would say that that's largely supported by the defensive line play because his tackles are going to be coming in the form of tackling a runner. Um, And the D line has been knock on wood pretty good. Uh, So, so that's, I mean, I I was so overall, I would say Bernard, like this is what we were hoping for in terms of value versus production versus what we're asking him to do. Uh, It's all, it's all matching up so far. And I know that, you know, the turnovers and the big splash plays probably aren't going to last forever. And even then, I think we'll probably be all right. Right? We'll be all right.
1: All right. We'll be all right right. when you got an all pro alongside him in Matt Milano.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It makes
1: you look really good. And you're right. The defensive line has been excellent uh, this season so far. A Vaughnless defensive line at that. So, and we'll talk about that in a second. But um, I I put on Twitter, and if you're not following us, at Sports 716 on Twitter, we still call it Twitter, just like I still call it the Ralph. So that's not going anywhere. Uh, Give us a follow Instagram. uh, Please do. Tony, I will say rough start, but I think we're recovering quite well (laughs) with the uh, technical difficulties, if you will. Um, Oh, this this episode. Why did I go back to this? Oh, that was (laughs) I'll join you. Oh, I'll join you. Here's Uh, to you, my friend. Why did I do that? I wasn't paying attention more stuff is floating to the top. Um but Terrell Bernard has Ooh. been a breath of fresh air to say the least. Uh, I put on Twitter the earlier this week uh people want to know when it started started to click for Terrell Bernard because we didn't see him in the preseason. We barely saw him last year uh and when we did it was primarily a special teams role uh not, not during the preseason. And during the preseason last year he wasn't Terribly impressive in his own right. But uh, people want to know when it started to click for Terrell Bernard. Bandits game. Doing the Stone Cold Steve Austin. Chugging beers. That's, I think, when it really clicked for Terrell Bernard. of Like, he's buying into the culture. We talk about culture all the time. What better way to buy into the culture than chugging some beers. Watching a championship winning team. Getting that mentality. And I think he's just carried that on to the successful three weeks here don't
0: you? I would say uh, I 100% agree with you. Now, and I 100% agree with you because this is literally the only thing I've ever seen Terrell Bernard do is be (laughs) at a Bandits game. Who is this man? Yeah, so I have no no reason to disagree with you because the only time I've ever seen anything about Terrell Bernard out of uniform, not with a helmet on, is at this Bandits game.
1: (laughs) (laughs) uh custom bandits jersey too i mean the guy's the guy's buying in now the same cannot be said for Kair Elam, who's been at the bandits games as well so hopefully some of that success rubs off uh but tony let's move on to the trenches where the bills have dominated they dominated this past sunday against the commanders uh and i'll start with the guy i mentioned maybe bad punetry aside but leonard Floyd. Uh, what a signing he's been. Uh, very underrated, very under the radar signing. I think everyone was kind of excited, but also, and maybe I'm speaking just for me and only me, but kind of getting some Mario Addison vibes of like, okay, maybe this guy was good for a couple of years, but you know, we're getting him on the tail end of his career. He's been nothing but good, and he's been a uh, pleasant surprise and really a great replacement in these four weeks, that Vaughn is absent. Uh, And it goes back to what I always say for viewers of the show for the first time or listeners of the show for the first time. Like, I don't understand how Brandon Bean didn't diversify his draft strategy when it comes to edges for so long. I mean, when you start with Epinesa and you draft Rousseau and Basham and like, it always seemed like he was going towards this technique kind of strength, you know, defensive edge. And then you bring in Von Miller, who's a more bendy and more uh, off the snap twitchy guy. And he's super successful because he's Von Miller and he's a future Hall of Famer. But then you bring in a similar type of player who's not 270 plus who doesn't like win with power, but wins with speed and bend in Leonard Floyd. And he's also super successful. So I look back at dress and like guys like Brian Burns and Darrell Taylor for the Seahawks and all those guys that could have been had, like, I don't know what he's thinking, but I'm glad he kind of saw the light here in bringing Von Miller and Leonard Floyd into the picture, into the fold here because they have been super impactful. Leonard Floyd was an absolute beast on Sunday. He, Could not be blocked, it seemed like, and he's, I just can't wait till Vaughn's back. And when you run Vaughn and Rousseau, who's been very good, and now you have Leonard Floyd as well, you could put together some exotic packages of, you know, stunting and stuff and really confuse offensive lines and really get to the quarterback, especially if you can create second, long, third, and long things like that. So Leonard Floyd, awesome been a pleasant surprise i don't want to say a surprise but i'm just glad he's continued his uh you know successful stat lines and production uh carrying it over from his rams days so uh tony your thoughts
0: I, I thought it was interesting what you said about mario addison because i think it's only because of mario addison that we were com- well i think it's a combo of what we had experienced with Mario Addison, the heartache, the disappointment, the, um, just like, well, that sums it up. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. The heartache and disappointment and combine that with now, like how the free agency period is a little more spread out. Like you can get quality free agents much later. It's not just like the first three days, the mad rush of the first three days anymore. And so then it's like, you get to Leonard Floyd and he was like a little bit later And it's like, you know, was he on anyone's radar? Probably not, because, like, the buzz of free agency had already kind of left the zeitgeist. So then it just becomes like, oh, yeah, Leonard Floyd. I've heard of him. Like, that's probably all right. Uh, And then, you know, that he had had recent. And then it's like, well, you know, he had had uh, a lot of sacks recently in the past couple of years. Okay, so did Mario Addison. So. To hell with you, you know. So it's and that's like why I compare them, right? Yeah, it's an easy, it's an easy, obvious comparison because of, I think, just like the, the recent history of experience. But now, yeah. I, I was, I was always kind of expecting, um, I don't know, I was always kind of expecting more, but m- more out of uh, Leonard Floyd, not necessarily. In ter- I do, I wasn't expecting more necessarily this much in terms of pressure out of Leonard Floyd, but I just thought he would be like really good, solid, uh, number of the defensive line that would help yeah. create opportunities. But instead I'm pleasantly surprised that he's really creating pressure and like, he's really doing it with his physical self, making which impact. everyone's, which everyone's impression on his physical self is the same when they see him in real life, how skinny he is. And he seems very slight for the position he plays, but I'm glad he's here. I'm glad he's good. And I think it's going to be a really nice blend, sort of. I I think it's going to be a really nice uh, uh, syncopation, I guess, when Vaughn is back, Leonard Floyd is back, both of them, you know, no spring chickens anymore. So they can complement each other to keep each other's, uh, like, refs down, keep each other's fresh.
1: I agree. I agree. It's going to be, uh, very cool to see. I just, I'm yeah. curious to know about the rotation because yep. I mean, when you look at the edge room as a whole, I like all five, six guys we have, like including Vaughn, when he comes back, uh, Kingsley, Jonathan was activated Guest, former guest of this, this show. And in friend of the show, Kingsley, Jonathan was activated for this game and, played well, like AJ Epinesa, huge play to, to kind of put the nail in the coffin in the game, which was like, I was just laughing the whole way. Cause he picked off Sam Howell and, and as Sam Howell rolled out. And it, it kind of reminded me of that, like YouTube video of like Greg Jennings, like on the broken leg, the Madden video. It's like so much dough. Yeah. Like that's what it kind of reminded me of is he was, he was running towards the end zone, but, uh, AJ Epinesa has been good. And, uh, I don't know what the rotation is. Sha- I like Shaq too. Like, you can't play them all. So uh, what do you think this rotation looks like when Vaughn well, back
0: in I think it's two to three running weeks down here? running down
1: versus passing downs.
0: And I think what we'll I think what we'll look at is running downs versus passing downs. If it's if it's a pass rush situation, it'll be either Floyd or Vaughn in there providing the pass rush. If we're really going after it, maybe someone goes inside. And adds a little bit into that mix. Um, mm-hmm. but then if it's if it's not that situation and we're not necessarily trying to get that much pressure, maybe Shaq goes in to set the edge a little bit, and we can have a little bit less in there, playing it a little more safer towards the rush. Um, or just throw or just throw every edge rusher in there. It's a it's an embarrassment of riches. Or head rushers. Embarrassment of wealth. Five edge yeah. rushers. Why five. not six? Why not seven?
1: Why not? 11 edge 11? rushers.
0: Why not 11 edge rushers? Jailhouse it. Yeah.
1: That'd be amazing. That's what I'm Especially saying. this week against Tua. Just freak him out. Um, That's what I want to That'd be yeah. very funny.
0: Let's play the head games <laughs> with Tua. And by head games, oh. I don't mean, I don't mean, let's give him yeah. a concussion. Let's play that head game. I mean. No, no. Let's, we don't want to see that. No. But I mean, let's play the head game playing into his already pre-existing brain damage confusing okay now you
1: clarified <laughs> it thanks
0: yeah exploitation
1: uh moving to the inside of the defensive line once again a big game from these guys and they've been great all year uh is Ed Oliver living up to his contract like that's something i never thought i'd say but i think it's true <laughs> like he's been very good he's been healthy i think that's a big key to all this uh, and he even said it himself this week is like a healthy ad is a good ad. Um, I mean, can we can we finally justify him being introduced during Bill's games riding a horse? I feel like it was never justified. Like if you put that man on a horse for introductions during the game, it's he's not he's not at that. He wasn't at that level. He wasn't at that level of consistency where it's like you get the horse. But now I feel like he's consistent enough where it's like, okay, Ed, we'll give you the horse for the player introductions. He's been really good. Is he living up to his contract is the question.
0: Who's, who's we? Who's we?
1: I've always been an Oliver believer.
0: You've been the denier. And us and John, now us John
1: McCargo truthers. <laughs> now, yes, it.
0: exactly. Now I'm glad that you're, you're starting to join us here in the Oliver believers that want it to play out like this for our new viewers. The, the team is being introduced. A buffalo... No, sorry. The team is being introduced. A wagon will come out of the tunnel. Ed Oliver will follow the wagon out on the tunnel and circle the wagon at the 50-yard line, Ed Oliver on his
1: horse. And that is how he will be introduced. Put it in the books. I just want to comment Roy here. Kingsley's not getting cut. No way you can cut that guy. He's I agree. Like, he's like a... He's a practice squad all star or he's a what is, a scout team all-star. And he's a guest. I think he's more than that. Tony, if we if we know anything, and listeners of the show know, if you come on this show, it is your platform to start him. Yes. yes of the show know this. experience nothing but success. Yes. So there's no way he can get cut. This is true, yes. You are
0: you are it's not only stardom, but just overall success. Your career yes. will become successful. You, you will become your life the will apple get of the coach's eye. Yeah, your life will get better. That's sure. Outside, you will. You will
1: hit off a streak
0: field. of scratch-off lottery ticket wins that you wouldn't dare believe.
1: <laughs> you will you will gain so many squirrel winter level friends by coming on this show you won't know what to do. It you, you have to include them all in a group chat and have to like talk to them all. and You'll just, you just gain a network of friends just by being on this show, like Kingsley has. He's gained 52 other friends because he made the Bills roster
0: you by will, being on
1: this show. If you're on this show, you will take walks
0: down your own street and turn around and find that small children and animals are casually following you. Like in... <laughs> Like no White. Like, yeah, like no White, White or like in Bruce Almighty. Like, you will find that nature
1: just, nature knows, nature believes in you and puts the glow upon nature you. Nature knows. Nature knows. Uh, and nature also knows that our defense line has been very good. Ed Oliver has been very good. But I want to sing the praises of a guy who maybe doesn't get the praise all the time, and that's Daquan Jones. And I have nothing but had to say about Daquan Jones. What do we know about Daquan Jones? Not much, but let's look at the facts here. He's very good at football. Two, he looks like Uncle Phil from Fresh Prince. You can't go wrong with that combination. Very good, Uncle Phil-looking guy. Very good at football, Uncle Phil-looking guy. Can't go wrong with that combo. So, Daquan Jones, all I'm asking for now is, Brandon Bean, where's that extension? Where's that extension for Daquan Jones? The man is a beast. He is the reason or a big part of why Terrell Bernard has been successful because he takes on double teams and why Ed Oliver has been successful because Ed Oliver can win one-on-one battles because Daquan Jones is doing his job as the big man in front, run stuffing, taking up double teams, plugging holes. Daquan Jones does not get enough love because he doesn't produce the sexy stats, but when you watch him, if you watch the game and watch him specifically, the man is a monster. And he's been a monster for two years. And if they don't extend him, ah, I'm going to be very mad. I'm going to be very upset. This is my mad face. And this is the face I'm going to have if Daquan Jones is not a Buffalo Bill next year. Uh, man, I will say. I, at, I'm sure you agree. Oh, mm-hmm. And this might all just I be do. a ploy to get him on the show to boost him to star him, just like we did with Kingsley. Right. We'll sing his praises. Come on the show contract mm-hmm. next day promise i will met, say the
0: best kept. the best social justice shirt i've ever seen i saw at bill's camp the kid was maybe nine years old black shirt white aerial writing extend daquan jones
1: <laughs>
0: that kid is what I said on the shirt a genius that kid knows
1: the youth of america is okay folks. yeah
0: the kids are all right the kids are all right. We have to extend Daquan Jones and the simplest of minds understand this. Does Brandon Bean understand this? Time will tell. I sure hope so.
1: He's been very but good. But if this season, and yeah. He's going to be a key this week as, as well because that Miami run game is clicking. And we'll talk about Miami and get into the preview in a little bit here. So, uh, but Tony, go ahead. And you were talking. No, I'm good. No, you're good. Okay. I made my point. I'm good. Yeah,
0: I did. I did. I feel comfortable well, where I'm at about this.
1: Let's move to the other side of the line to scrimmage, the trenches. Talk about the offensive line. Uh, another pretty good game from them. Uh, my question to you, is Spencer Brown good? Has it clicked for him? It t- took three years, but is it finally starting to click? And I think he has been better. I-, I will preface it by saying he has been better. It- this is the strongest start, I think, to his Bills career. Uh, strongest start. He hasn't looked out of place. He hasn't given up a lot of sacks. He's just technique has been good. He's also been getting some help with the chips and stuff. So, uh, I think they're doing some stuff to shield him and, and help him out, but he's been good. And that was an issue coming in to camp, uh, this summer is Spencer Brown going to be healthy. Is it going to finally click for him? Uh, it was an issue last year towards the end of the season. Spencer Brown just. Looked like he had no place on that offensive line, or no place playing in the game. Uh, he was he was a hazard to Josh's safety, and that's that's what we can't have. We can't have Josh getting hurt. And if you have one job, it's to keep Josh healthy, and he's been doing a good job at that. Uh, and Tony, I think we can finally declare it: we got the good Connor McGovern.
0: Oh, okay.
1: I hope so. I'm not
0: declaring it. <laughs>
1: Oh, I am. Your declaration's written. He's, he's really good. Yeah, he's been all yep. right.
0: Yeah, I agree. I'm signing I, on I, the dotted line. I've been pleasantly surprised with Connor McGovern in that I'm not frustrated with Connor McGovern. I've been pleasantly surprised with
1: the entire offensive line, to be honest with you. Uh, the Jets, Connor McGovern, the Jets have been imploding. So I think we got true. the good Connor McGovern. That's true. That seems okay. We should get the awesome. other one. I want
0: to get both. All three? All three. There's a third? Oh no,
1: no! You want to get the Jets one?
0: Yeah. In addition to to go side by side with Connor Mcgovern, that'd be amazing. And we want to get the other Josh Allen.
1: Connor Mcgovern squared. Yes. Yeah. Yep. So So we want to get all the the same name people.
0: Matt, let me ask you this: Let's say okay, so like forget contracts and like the timing of contracts. Let's say let's say like theoretically, the entire roster could come back next year. What position, even to me, what I'm trying to say is I, even with what Spencer Brown has been doing, I'm still in a mm-hmm. position and he deserves some praise, but I'm still in a position. like, well, if I had to choose a position to like upgrade, I would probably like right tackle would be like my one of my top. I would still be thinking, oh. well, yeah, I have to upgrade right tackle.
1: I disagree. Well, OK, I agree to a sense, but I think. I think the weakest has been in and, and this is kind of being overzealous a little, but because he's been solid and he's always solid. And I think that's kind of just his plateau is just like he's solid. I think Mitch Morris is kind of plateauing oh. and coming down a little. He's been he's been, oh, he's okay. been good and he's always mm-hmm. been good. But we talk about all the time is like these guys have been in the system. Deion Dawkins, Mitch Morse, Spencer Brown for a long time now. And we can never get to the point of saying, like, oh, these guys are really good. You know, there's all we, we mm-hmm. can't get past that good level. We can't go up. <laughs> and I think Mitch Morris has kind of hit that plateau. And I, I would look for, and maybe it's Ryan Bates, but next year, but I would look for kind of a Mitch Morse anchor replacement here moving mm. forward. His contracts health history that's where i would go if i was looking at the offensive line
0: oh i meant overall but okay
1: overall is is like the team yeah oh that's a different that's a different topic of discussion uh yes i would look at safety i would look at safety who would you want to replace uh Maybe both. <laughs> no, <they're, laughs> okay. Hyde and Poirier are very good. Um, they like through the three weeks, I think the one consistent I can say, and yes, Micah Hyde had an interception and the defense uh, overall played very well uh, this Sunday to a, to a 2-0 commanders team. So, I mean, but the one consistent I hold through these three weeks to start the season is the safeties kind of look old. And kind of slow, mm. and they're kind of banged up every week. And we don't really have great depth behind it. We thought Taylor Rapp would be great depth, but however much credit you want to give to PFF grades, he's been not great. Uh, and he's had some coverage issues. You can see it while watching the game. Uh, and DeMar, DeMar Hammond's been inactive. And, and penalties, exactly. And DeMar has been inactive. So, you know, we don't. Really, we, we know we have from DeMar Hamlin last year, who's a guy that's very good in the box, but not the best in coverage. Uh, and that might be Taylor Rap as well. So they might be one and the same in that regard. But the depth doesn't look great behind two guys in their 30s who look old and a little slow. And, you know, that's what you get on this show, people. You, you get the truth. <laughs> I'm not going to show every bill is not great, and every bill is not the, the greatest thing to ever walk the earth. I mean, I'm we just comment on what we see, and that's what I see from the two safeties. So I would definitely look to safety. I think it's a position Brandon Bean holds in high regard, too. So I think it's an important position for them to find an impact player. And I'm not saying and point are not impact players. They they still have good years left, but I, I would start looking at some depth uh, come next year. For, that That would be my answer if we're looking at the team holistically here.
0: Here, I thought you were going to say, Cause or what I think you were about to say is like, no, I thought you were about to say, and that's what you get here on this show. Two guys in their thirties that look old and slow.
1: Just like Hyde and Foy. We're the,
0: we're the Hyde and Foy. Who's, who's to
1: say and... we can't go out there and, and cover Tyreek Hill, Tony.
0: That's what I think all the time. Even when I see Leonard Floyd, I'm like, well, Leonard Floyd is like six or seven years younger than me. When I, six or seven years ago, I felt like I could really do a lot of physical things. So. <laughs> I, I think he's probably going to be pretty good at rushing the passer. <laughs>
1: we could do so much back in our days. Yeah. Who would you, who would you replace? Would it be right tackle? Or it would potentially do, be right tackle. From? I mean, I'm
0: also in this, in this exercise, I'm also taking like aging out of it. Um, You know, just like what position is that underperforming happiness. that I want to want to be like, yeah, I know, but that's not the point. That's not the fun of it. I would, I would maybe think that I would maybe think outside receiver, um or maybe you know actually you know what i would maybe think about bring in is another uh like a, a different player in the what i would call the isaiah mckenzie role the which is now hardy because hardy has yeah, not hardy been yeah yes hardy yes because hardy has not been like ever not been fulfilling my hopes and dreams, what he's doing. But I think that's largely a Dable problem, more so than it is a his skill set problem.
1: I think that's a great segue into flipping to the offensive side of the ball Uh, because the offense does still look a little. Uncomfortable, I guess. I I don't really know the right word. does it describe? I think so. Or does it just look different?
0: Is it our, is it our, you, is it us that have that's the blind a great spot? point?
1: Do you think it looks different? The eye test, do you think it looks different from last year?
0: I don't, oh, then la- yes, I do think it looks different than last year, really. In what way? Yes, I do. Well, the personnel groupings are like way different in the con- in in terms of consistent ways and identities. Not oh, yes, better. would you like to cheers?
1: Oh, yeah, let's cheers to oh, the, yes,
0: let, let us do
1: the turnaround of the offense. <laughs> oh, cash bubbling now shouldn't be happening yeah mine's getting
0: more i would say my uh hot sauce is getting more like diffused around
1: huh. yeah over time no but i would also I the say last time i go back to that
0: i would also I'll, say, I'll say that dehydrate i'm i'm right to that again i well it's pepsi you're gonna dehydrate anyway like <laughs> but i would say that right now as my hot sauce is diffusing around the liquid right now i'm in like a golden zone of oh, i'm just having like it's pepsi with a little kick a little kick of hot sauce i feel like i'm not bad i feel like if i could if i could get this moment in a can i would have a successful product on my
1: hands i think so uh roy coming in with a comment here hardy has been tardy which i don't know if that's a real housewives re- reference hardy's been tardy to the party but uh if it is then great reference if it's not That's a free one for you, Roy. Thank you for commenting. Uh, By the way, Deontay Hardy, like, I want to like him, but they run plays for him that are never successful. Yes. Thank you. That's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like he is just, like, a test subject for the bad plays. And, like, all (laughs) the good plays, you're not on the field for, Deontay Hardy Harris.
0: And may I add to this? They're at the dumbest times. Like you're going to, like, I times, hate yeah. this. Yes. The dumbest times it, the dumbest, like game situation. We're going to, it's, it's It's three and 12 and we're at our own 40 and we're going to throw it to Hardy in the flat and hope right. that he, and hope that we can get 13 yards on yak from Hardy when right. he's averaging 3.2 yards per touch.
1: <laughs> what are we doing? Like I, this I is, mean, we, got, we got to re we have to every, rethink
0: Deontay Hardy. We have to rethink him.
1: I'd rather just see him run like kind of like a slot receiver role. Yes. And yes. And ISO him instead of doing like every, every time Deontay Hardy is in, we're going to run a bubble screen for him and it's never going to work <laughs> because teams know that when Deontay Hardy Harris is in, it's a bubble screen or, we're going to put him in motion and hand it off to him which is mm-hmm. never going to work cuz team like that we only run two plays for him <laughs> teams know those two plays i know um so when you say rewind for a second when you say this offense looks different i hope you mean different in that they didn't run a gabe davis running play last year and they did this year <laughs> which was incredibly uh, yeah dumb. that's exactly what i meant that's yeah that's 100% <laughs> of what i meant that
0: would that's the entire story That is the entire story. Yeah. That's Uh, that's why
1: I mean, when you look at the advanced stats, like we're still one of the lowest teams in the league running pre snap motion, which is going to be very interesting this coming week against Miami to see like the difference of offenses and defenses Mm -hmm. and and schematics and all that. Um, When we do run play action, it works like a charm. I don't know why we don't run more play action because If there is one thing that is different, and maybe this is what you're getting at with the offense looks different, the run game's clicking a little, and we haven't really had that in years past. James Cook seems like the real deal, seems like a dual threat, running back, again, small sample size, three weeks, but we have last year to go off of for James Cook, unlike Terrell Bernard, and James Cook is just a yards monster, like averaging five, six yards, seven yards a carry, and consistently doing that. And I think that's where I can buy into you saying the offense is different because I think with a, an established run game now, it opens up the play action where we know Josh flourishes. Josh has historically during his career flourished in play action passing scenarios. Um, so more of that, please, Ken, Ken Dorsey. Uh, more pre-snap motion. Use Hardy. Use Sherfield. Use he Wolf. And for listeners, I feel like, again, asterisks. He-Wolf is Khalil Shakira because Shakira, pre-tax evasion and whatever she's doing with now, uh, is the oh, She-Wolf. Why do you even say it? Why, why do we even have to say that? Why, because why can't it's we just part be of the news,
0: Tony. to Shakira? We got it. Shakira, we don't have to drag Shakira. This is a pro-Shakira
1: podcast. Her hips don't lie, but you... her tax forms do. Okay. Oh my, again. Wow. Wow. Anyway. IRS over is here. the he-wolf, as in Shakir is the she-wolf. So that's where, if we say he-wolf, we're talking about clueless Shakir people. Um, yeah. And Winston agrees, obviously. They need to let Shakir play more. He's very good and can be great if they play him more. Agree. 100% agree with that statement, right, Tony? Yes, yes.
0: And ten catches last be, year.
1: The ten greatest be better... catches you'll ever see.
0: And who's he competing with for snaps? Hardy, Hardy screws it all up because the and plays are not well designed. for Hardy,
1: Sherfield,
0: right? But Sherfield is like kind of a different, Nothing. different animal, yeah. different role. That's true. And Sherfield didn't even turn it on until this last game. Two so catches. is it on. Yeah. Yeah. Hold well, on you it. know what I mean. You can. He can yeah. turn it. He, He's present I, on this sketchy, Yeah. Right. That's what I mean. Yes. That's what I mean. Yeah. That's, 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 turn that's it what I on. Yeah. <laughs> turn it on. Turn it on Trencherfield, field. But since Shakir, I mean it's not like Shakir's howling either, but like Shakir is a Shakir is like solid. He's a solid route runner. He gets it done, can have a few drops sometimes. Makes but I would never dare say that because we love him. We love you, Khalil Shakir. You are the he Unconditionally. Eagle. Yeah, unconditionally is right. hmm And uh, he should, and he should get more touches because that's the safest get, getting the plays. In that Shakir is involved in, are like always are set up for success. You're setting you up for success. You're setting yourself up for success, and all of us up for success when you do that.
1: Uh, Tony, he's going to have a touchdown this week. Oh, good call. I like that. I think a lot of people are going to have touchdowns because I think this is going to be. I'm going to bet it high gonna... scoring. Yes, I already true. took the yeah. over. It was like 53 and a half. I'm like, yeah, let's go with that. Um, yeah, quick, quick power rankings, Tony. Your top. Number one out of one favorite touchdown the Bills have scored this year. Go. This shouldn't uh, be a
0: thought. Uh, no, it Raiders, is a thought because Khalil Shakir. <laughs> I feel like I have to remember them. I guess.
1: Okay. You guess that was incredible. Well, Josh with the sidearm <laughs> moving away from the play, he wolf in traffic, fighting to get into the end zone. Yeah, Best but like stuff like that this year. Some,
0: it didn't it didn't spring to mind immediately because stuff like that happens all the time on this team. The he-wolf it does. Yeah. So I wanted it to be, yeah. In the, yeah. The extraordinary and the is does. regular when it comes in the to woods, the woods, in the woods, it does where the he-wolf resides.
1: The woods of Orchard Park. Yeah.
0: Those treacherous yeah. The treacherous woods, wo- the ravine, the, the ravine buff- that surrounds the stadium. I yeah. do love that the ravine is like, we were calling it the ravine. But then that is actually yeah. what like, they call it. They call it the ravine, like in Bills, in the stadium, they call it the ravine, in the offices. Yes. We started that. Yeah, I would say that does come from us. Yes, you're welcome to the culture. We start a lot of
1: stuff. Yeah, we Old do. Oh, God, we started for the punter That's who not, shall not be named. That is true. We don't, that is true. That was name That was really us. On this podcast uh, or on this show. We don't. We have a good gotta, punter now. I got to so. move to, like, stop calling it a podcast now that we're live. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but it is. So run game has been very good. Three-headed monster, a cerebus of running backs, if you will. Latavius Murray, Damien Harris, all playing parts in this early season, in these early wins, uh, and I think that's been really good. I still would love to see some kind of dynamic levels of the route trees from the wide right receivers, even on that Gabe Davis touchdown. You had Knox and Davis in like a very similar five foot radius, and it's like, can we space it out? Diggs wasn't even running a route. Like those were the only two guys running routes on that play, or Knox and Davis, and they end up in the same exact place. It was almost like an Art and Baylor offense, where it's like, okay, if you're not the guy getting the ball, just take the play off. But if you can potentially get the ball, <laughs> go and run around. <laughs> like that was, you what know it what it was, man. Of. But what's that?
0: It was a it
1: was a retro bowl play. Oh, it was a retro through bowl. Through and through like whereas that, a like, retro bowl play post, is like
0: that yeah, pylon all, post
1: play works every time.
0: It does. And it was a retro bowl play in that retro bowl just like all the players converge to one area when the play like forms. And then there's just like three players all next to each other, you just have to throw it there and one of them will end up catching it and run away.
1: Hopefully. Yeah, it's Retro Bowl. Uh, listeners for, throw, watchers don't throw know viewers don't know what Retro Bowl is. It is a uh, an app on your phone. It's free, it's awesome. If you love Techno Tech back in the day, you'll love Retro Bowl. Go download it. Uh, free plug for Retro Bowl. Uh, we're not getting any. There was
0: also so, also earlier this week, as you know, Retro Bowl College dropped.
1: Oh, I did not. Wow. Oh
0: yeah. Oh, I'm I'm deep in on it.
1: Taking mm-hmm. so you, you taking to the top.
0: Uh, well, I, I have taken UB to the top a few times. Uh, I start, I took, I took, cause you can go major and minor. So I started my career in the, mi- in, at the minor, uh, schools and I took the North, what they were calling in there. Cause they can't use the names. I think the Northeast, uh, conference in the minors. And I turned that into Sunyaks. And then I took Fredonia to the top a few times and then, yeah. I pr- got promoted, or I took a job. Then going bumping myself up from Fruitoni to UB, and now i I am on. you
1: really moving up digital ladder I have here.
0: Two national championships with Buffalo
1: Congrats. with UB. Thank you, collapse. everyone. Give it up for Tony. On our way
0: to taking a third his digital, no big deal. His digital
1: UB team to the championship. That's what um, I'm saying. When I say the offense looks bumpy, Tony, I think it's because. I still don't feel like we have that second receiving threat. Diggs has been amazing. Diggs has been him. To be as cliche as possible. He's been consistently good week after week. Gabe Davis, I haven't seen anything from him. This was supposed to be the year. Like, this is your contract year. You were made a captain. Like, this is the time to step up. They made a silly character out of you. Grape Davis. You need to justify the silly name, the t shirts that Josh is wearing. One catch for 31 yards and a touchdown is not like doing it for me. He wasn't present in the Jets game when we could have used some offensive help. The Raiders game was a blood, which he was okay in, but He's I just the leading don't receiver. know if what's that? He was the leading receiver in the Raiders. Game. Yeah, I mean, but six for 93 touchdown. What okay, do you think? It, like, Okay, it's the Okay. Okay. <laughs> um I I like there was so much hype around Gabe Davis. He's healthy. He doesn't need glasses as we have proposed in the past. Um Stefan Diggs was singing his praises that if Stefan Diggs wasn't there, Gabe Davis would be the number 1 receiver. And I'm just not like seeing that level of play. He's got I don't think he's a great route runner. I think he's got a limited route tree. I don't think he's terribly fast and creates great separation i just need to see more in a contract year when you should be playing your best as most nfl players do in contract years and you're made the captain i need to see more from grape davis i'm sorry like these grapes are turned into raisins like for me yeah the grapevines are not fruitful no have you been impressed with gabe i mean have you been disappointed as i have
0: Neither. I'm neutral on, Gabe, on what Gabe Davis is doing this year. I think his games will come. I think that they're, like, you know, I think it's situational. I think it's game. He's going to have a big game every once in a while. He's going to have a bad, he's going to have a I don't even want to say a bad game, but like a, a game that doesn't jump out with a lot of production every once in a while.
1: Is that like and a number two am, receiver for you? Is, are you okay choosing with that? to
0: accept it. If
1: we're winning, I am. Okay. You know, there's a lot of places. That's, the ball you to go care about. Offense. That's all. Yeah. It's all about winning. That's it. Yeah. As long as we're winning. And it if doesn't there's matter.
0: and I mean, it, I I, Matt, if I can be real with you for a moment here in front of Please. the Internet uh, we're
1: friends, I hope you're real with me. All you're
0: always I think that you <laughs> I think that when it comes to offensive production player by player you're always going to find yourself complaining about someone. You're always going to be like, Gabe Davis isn't getting enough. Or then it's Dawson Knox isn't getting enough. If if Gabe Davis gets enough production for you, if Gabe Davis gets enough production for you, then you'll be saying Dawson Knox isn't getting enough production for you. If Dawson Knox and Gabe Davis are getting enough production, then you're going to be saying Kincaid isn't going to be
1: getting enough for you. There's only so many plays in a game. You need to be fully satisfied, Tony. I'm sorry. I just want the best out of my team and my players. I want them all to perform great. Uh, no, that's maybe, a very fair point. Maybe they are point. performing yeah. great. You know, the stats are not... enough snaps and ball to go around. So, yeah. it's like, Diggs is getting his 12 targets a game. And, you know, I, I get it. That, that's a very fair point. But, I'm just saying, a lot of hype preseason. I don't think the production's there yet. I hope it turns around. But, it's been a little lackluster for me. That's all I'm saying, Tony. Um, Tony, any other thoughts about this Commanders game before we get into a Dolphins preview and, and wrap my, up our, yeah? Our the thing that
0: I want to say, and and this and this relates to what you were talking about with uh, Josh or with like the the way the offense looks. For me, this is if you ever found yourself saying because I'm also trying in my personal uh, development here. I'm trying to give a little bit more grace to Ken Dorsey in that he's learning, and I think that he has learned. I think I'm liking what I'm seeing Noble out of, of him you. as a play caller this year more than last year. Last year I hated it, uh, but still like those I was second long runs. Yeah. Oh my god! And that happened. That happened. I was <laughs> I was going to lose my mind. That happened. So what? It's so what I'm saying lot. is, I know. So what I'm saying is, uh, when I'm trying to give him a little bit of grace that he's learning, and this was a game that if you ever said during, like when we all hated Dable years Mm -hmm. ago, if you ever said the phrase that was going around a lot, and that was let Josh be Josh, like Dable has got to let Josh be Josh, we got to let Josh be Josh, and then we'll be good. Um, This was a great game that I think just for the let Josh be Josh fans to hate, uh, to maybe like question the look of the offense. Because it seemed to me what it is, is it's still we're leaning too much on the other skill position players who are probably just like, you know, shrug, decent. It's a very good
1: cliffhanger, Tony. (laughs)
0: Looks
1: like you're frozen there. Uh, We'll fix that. It's like a Nathan for you skit. Draw stuff right now. Um, mm-hmm. oh, oh, he's coming back in. We there back? we go. You're back. Welcome back. There we We're go. Back. All right. There we go. So you said players look decent and then you just dropped off, which is a great. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. Like the players, these other skill position players like look decent. They look, I guess decent, but it's like there. I feel like they, uh, uh, Dorsey is like first and second down we focus on those players third down okay well we have to now so we're going to let josh be josh i wish we were just letting josh be josh on all downs so there's that's too much we ask for i know that's what i'm saying so i think that if you're a let josh be josh person or you ever were that's a like this is the moment we have to kind of expand more towards let josh be josh because so much of like we can't let josh I I agree with the sentiment of like it can't all be Josh. But I think mm-hmm. that I feel like what it is is like, okay, well now it's a third Josh, a third James Cook, and a third uh either Hardy or Diggs, or yeah, like some mix, some some percentage mix there. And I just want to be like, mm-hmm. well, like Cook and Hardy and He Wolf, I guess to an extent, like they're fine players, but like, are we willing to let them be as much a part of this offense as Josh is? Because that seems psychotic.
1: I mean, the ball is in the best player's hands every snap. So that's what okay I want.
0: Yeah. Well, it is, but sometimes it's only for a second before he hands it off to Cook.
1: Sure. But I'm just saying, Josh always has the ball in his hand. So he's always a threat in some way. The defenses have to account That's true. for it. So That's true. That's I think it a good point. It opens up a lot of stuff for James Cook and for these other guys. And I'm just, like That's I said true. with Gabe Davis, I just want him to exceed here. Uh, because I think Josh being Josh and letting Josh be Josh opens up a lot of stuff. And Yeah, but are we letting
0: Josh need, be Josh? I need other not? players to meet that. That's the question that I'm trying to ask you.
1: I don't know. Who is Josh. <laughs>
0: Josh is just a simple man. He, he's just a simple man. He likes he's just a simple man. He likes
1: he going likes to jewelry stores and jewelry for his
0: girlfriend and a, <laughs> and a dash of Frank's in his Pepsi. Just
1: a simple man. Just a simple man with simple needs. Yep. Uh, Tony, that simple man has a big test this coming week against the Dolphins, who just put up a seventy burger. Against the Broncos, the lowly Broncos, uh, i guessing Russell Wilson wasn't telling Broncos country to ride or anything because that was an embarrassing performance. But the Dolphins look after three games like a juggernaut, at least offensively. Um, are you worried about this game? Let's start there yep. because I am scared to death. Yep, I'm scared. I'm worried. Yep, yep I don't like it. Officially there. Not in a good place. Not in a good place. Not in a good place at all. Uh, I have said in this podcast before, um, I really like Mike McDaniels. I think he's a very good offensive mind. I think he has created a system and brought in players that fit that system to a T, and that system is based on speed. One of the the antithesis of the Bills, they dolphins run a ton of pre-snap motion. So the defense needs to be on their P's and Q's and communicate which is going to be interesting with a new guy like terrell bernard kind of manning the middle with poyer and hyde who have experience with this but do look a little slow it's going to be interesting to see how these this bill's defense unit deals with this powerhouse miami offense um and last week when they put up 70 against denver they didn't have jalen waddle either which is even more scary um I feel like, and maybe this is a little existential of me, and I'm sure you appreciate it because you appreciate the existential thoughts. Uh, I feel like this is, and stick with me here for a sec, the battle for the future of the NFL. Yes, okay, fair. And how the NFL is played going forward. You have a very offensive-minded system head coach in Mike McDaniel who is just score a million points and try to keep up with us. We're Usain both, and you are in a hundred meter dash and we're going to be faster than you try to keep up. And on the other side, you have Sean McDermott, a very defensive minded coach, as we all know. So how this game plays out and who's successful, I feel like is kind of the way the future of the NFL is going to be shaped is like, is it just going to be find the next Sean McVay, Mike McDaniel, these great offensive minds and just speed, 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 put up a lot of points and don't worry about the defense that'll fix itself. Or is it going to be, Hey, Sean McDermott's a great defensive mind. I'll Bill Belichick for his career scheming against seemingly unstoppable offenses and, you know, throwing them for a loop and whatnot. Like, I feel like this is the battle for the future of the NFL. So you're saying like, Offense wins champ or offense sells tickets defense wins championships.
0: But Ben, right? Whoever is that, right is that That's how, how it's going to be going forward. Right. And that depends on this game. If this game everyone will be looking for the hot defensive coordinator, the next Sean McDermott at the right. end of the season. Or they'll be looking right. for the next Mike Daniel.
1: Um Vance Joseph, yeah. who's having the time of his life.
0: <laughs> yeah. I think uh i think that's fair i don't think you're over exaggerating at all i don't think so either. i would say that this, I really yeah think... i would say that this game i mean i do think we'll look back on this game and say like this was one of the most important games of the season like this game was everything yeah in the season you know it really is um yeah if, it really is if we yeah. lose
1: we're essentially down three games <laughs> yeah because miami have two games up on us plus the tiebreaker right now so uh mm-hmm. It is extremely important early in this season. So, um, but I just feel like at the end of this game, if we lose, I'm going to be like, "Man, like we just like their offense is unstoppable. Like we we can't play this defensive minded game. You just got to win a shootout." And I'm and I'm scared to death because the last time we saw the Dolphins and the Bills on the field together, uh, Skylar Thompson almost beat us. Yeah. And that's a scary thought. Oh, I forgot I mean, about the that. Those were in mm-hmm. a different state of mind. He want to forget about it, right? I, I didn't, but the bills are in a different mental state. I'm sure and physical state with all that happened last year, but that was scary. And it translated to the next week against the Bengals where we just got run over, but this Dolphins team seemingly, or it seems like, no matter who's in, whether it's Skylar Thompson or Tua, and I think Tua is a pretty good quarterback, uh, or whether Waddles in or out of the lineup, it just seems to click, and that's what's scary to me the most. Is um, the Bills tend to shoot themselves in the foot, and Miami's an offense that you can't shoot yourself in the foot, or they will be sprinting past you faster than you could blink.
0: I do agree with you that I think we'll, I think we'll be coming back here next week on this show and we'll be having a long discussion about um bill you know how the people who beat the bills or like the bills are is who beats the bills most commonly this is we have to play sharp and perfect and mistake free and it's the only Mm -hmm. way we are gonna it's the only way we're gonna keep up with in 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 a shootout situation which is what i
1: anticipate I, I also think this is a big test for Josh and his maturation, I guess. I don't think that's the right word, but can Josh handle the the weight of the game? You know, this team mm. coming in, putting up 70 points, being 3-0, and division rival. Like, the one thing that, I guess, bothers me about Josh is every time they, the camera goes to him on the sideline, he's just kind of sitting there. He's like in his thoughts. I just want to see like him after interception be mad. There was that one where he slammed the helmet, I think, after the Jets, one of the interceptions versus the Jets. But I see other quarterbacks when I watch other games, like talking to their offensive line and talking to the receiver and doing all this stuff. And I'm sure Josh does that. And the camera's not always on him 24/7 during the game. So I get it. But I want to see if Josh can handle the weight of the situation, because like I said, you lose this game. You're essentially down three games early in the season. So, uh, will Josh be the Josh we've seen the past two weeks? You said let Josh be Josh. The Josh we've seen the past two weeks has been, you know, very good. Um, with despite the the long punt interception last week, which I have no problem with, and I know a lot of people do, but I don't because a 50 yard interception is the same thing as a 50 yard punt. It doesn't matter. Um, momentum's a fallacy. But can Josh handle the situation when things get bad? If he throws an interception, is he going to try to do too much? We've seen Josh try to do too much, like in that Jets game, week one, trying to fit things in windows only Josh can fit balls into because he has the arm strength too. But it's not always the smartest play. We've seen the past two weeks kind of a smarter Josh, a more cautious Josh, take what they give you, Josh are we going to get that Josh or is it going to be like, man, this is the game I need to go balls to the wall. Every hits a home run kind of offense. I I'm very intrigued to see what type of bills team we see come four o'clock on Sunday after this game.
0: Uh, Same. And like you said, you know, is it going to be Josh hero ball? I, I think largely probably. Yeah. And I think, what we're going to end up seeing is that it's, it is going to be like a bills sort of in their own head, sort of a men, you know, the mental game with themselves. And, and it's not just Josh that has to meet the moment, but it's every, you know, everyone has to meet the moment. Um, yeah. And if they start getting down, will it's I, my fear is that if we go down, it's going to kind of spiral and that mental game for us will be okay. Well now we have to catch up right away. Cause it's going to be, two offensive things because both off because the Dolphins offense is too powerful. So we all just have to, um, we all just have to like basically hit the panic button and freak out and just score Correct. as much. And if we don't score on every play, it's we're going to, it's a lost cause. And like, we just have to, I think it's going to just devolve. Yeah. And I hope I'm wrong. Yeah. I hope we never get to that, but
1: that's my fear. I hope so too. I, I, I'm i very fearful of this game, but the Bills have a great track record against the Dolphins. Josh has a great track record against the Dolphins. Uh, according to Wikipedia, some say he owns the Dolphins. Um, so the history is on our side for sure. But it seems like a new beast of a Dolphins team. So um, I, it it's gonna be it's gonna be the same thing. Like the one thing I worry about defensively is can the Bills stop the opposing team's best player? We saw in the Raiders game the first 20 scripted plays the Raiders come out and just dominate and DeMonte Adams dominates and doesn't seem like the bills have an answer for their best player. And we've seen that in the past with chiefs and Travis Kelsey and just the bills seem to have the Vikings and Justin Jefferson. The bills seem to have trouble stopping their best player. Maybe that's by scheme. Maybe just let that best player eat and have the other guys do nothing. We'll see if they can stop Tyreek Hill. He's on a mission for 2000 yards this year, according to him. So, um, I mean, it'll, it'll be, it'll be a fun one. It'll, I'll be on the edge of my seat. And I know those mafia and viewers will as well. Uh, Tony, any other thoughts about the dolphins before we wrap up our first live episode here? Nope. Let's wrap it up, baby. Let's wrap it up. Uh, Thank you. Of course. Oh no, we got to do our final, our final summer of shunning. Tony real Mm. quick. Who are you shunning? for our final take on our summer of shunning. Oh, the summer
0: of shunning. Well, I'm shunning the I'm I'm going to get a little meta on you here, Matt. I'm okay. shunning summer the summer I'm sorry, the summer portion of September. Summer ends when August ends. Stop trying to pretend you can go all the way into late <laughs> September. It's not real. This weather is telling me different. Very nice weather. Oh, sum, I know it's going to be really, summer, it's going to be so. really, really summery next week is my understanding.
1: Yes. Whatever. Summer's nice. over. Uh, Summer's I over when on. keep though. it going. Keep it going. Keep it going. Uh, I have two shuns, uh, one being this Buffalo concoction of a drink because I'm afraid to pour it down my drain and I think mm-hmm. it might burn through the pipes at this rate. Uh, my second shun, very simple. No explanation needed. Uh, Michigan State Athletics, stop hiring scumballs and bad people, okay? <laughs> Simple as that. They uh, fired their football coach for uh, for reasons. And, uh, you know, the gymnastics thing from years past, like, stop hiring bad people. It's very easy to do background checks on people. So very uh, a, a hearty final shun to Michigan State Athletics. Uh, me being from Ohio State, going to Ohio State, hate Michigan State as it is. So, and anything from Michigan. Michigan State Athletics, you've been shunned. Uh, Tony, let's wrap it up. Uh, Thank you to our sponsor, Traveling Growler, www.travelinggrowler.com. Quality koozie starting at just $5. Shop local, support local. Travelinggrowler.com. Awesome site, awesome product. We have a little sample for you to view. They're, They're very cool, especially when... Uh, During the fall, you know, you get the the hoodie out and have some drinks on the back patio. Traveling Growler is a great product to do that with. Uh, T-shirt store, teespring.com. I'm going to hit the overlay here. Look at this. Nice, right? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Google search Teespring, witty, not funny, all one word. Check out our design. I'm wearing my Buffalo Brothers shirt right here. Very cool. Uh, all original designs, all fairly cheap. Uh, we don't make much money off of it. And you'd be supporting the podcast as well. Uh, I forgot you can super chat for future shows. See, we're new to this. I we'll, we'll get it. We'll get it, people. It's only up from here. It's the first episode, but T-shirt store. Uh, we have hoodies. We have long sleeves in there. So check out everything having to do. With the podcast and support the podcast today. Let's see if I can get this off now. That's the big question. Dun, dun, dun. We'll figure it out. There we go. And there we go. Perfect. Um, Teespring.com or tspring.com or Google search Teespring witty not funny. Uh, check out the podcast tour today. Uh, where to find the podcast? Will be uploaded on Spotify, YouTube. Again, every Thursday, Uh, thank you, everyone, for tuning in for this first episode. I know there's some bumps in the road in the beginning. We got through it. Only up from here, uh, I promise. Uh, Hope you had a good time, witty time, a couple laughs in there. Uh, Thank you for commenting. Uh, Our number one fan, Roy. Shout out to Roy. (laughs) Number one fan. Uh, But thank you for tuning in and listening. Spread the word. Join Witty Nation. Uh, Twitter handle, at witty sports 716 you can see it right at the bottom of the screen there. Make sure to follow us. That's where our best content is at Whitty Sports 716 So give us a follow. We love falling back. We love connecting with the Bills Mafia, the Saber Swords people, trademark pending. So connect with us. We love following back. Um, and we always like to say whether you give us two minutes or two hours of your time, we really greatly appreciate it. And we really do. Uh, we're new to this this live thing. And thanks for bearing with us this past first episode here and uh like i said we'll, we'll work out the technical difficulties and kinks here and, and we'll get better and i hope you enjoyed it and hope you come back next week uh tony do we just do the single send off for the listeners i think that's i think that's the way to do it i think that's only fitting <laughs> well, listeners thank you for listening and viewing and whatever you do to take in this podcast we really appreciate it uh we always like to say go bills and of course go bills. stay witty out there everyone thanks peace Goodbye, Woody Nation. Bye. Bye, Bye Woody Nation. Later.